Welcome to the Fellowship Bible Church Global Missions Podcast. Good to have everybody with us again today. And we have, again, some uh, special guests with us. This time, we have some uh, pastors and church leaders from the country of Malawi in Africa. And it's a leadership team, the translation team that we've been working with in Malawi for, for several years. And so we just get the opportunity to uh, hear from them, uh, hear a little bit about them and their families and the ministry that uh, they're involved in and, and what it entails and what it encompasses. So just going to um, ask everybody to introduce themselves and, and tell us a little bit uh, about their families and, and we'll get started. So let's start, let's start with uh, Stuart. Go ahead. Hello, Chich. Uh, my name is Stuart Kondowe. I'm a married man and I live in Bangwe. And I have a family uh, whereby my wife is Judith. We have two daughters, Nicole and Megan. And uh, I'm pastoring a church in Bangwe, which started in uh, 2020, that is 17th May. And now it has cropped a year. And uh, we just thank God on how it, uh, it has developed. So far, I can say that uh, that's uh, my biography, or else our biography as a church in Bangui. Thank you so much. Great, thanks, Stuart. Sure. Welcome. All right, let's move All on right. to um, to Robbie. Hello, church. My name is Robin Mikuli. Married to Biology, Mikuli, blessed with one daughter, Florida. Um, pastoring two churches in one of the cities in Malawi, is to straighten in the southern part of the country. Um, I'm one of the um, member of the translating translation team, and also um, the member of the executive um, body here in Malawi under Equa missions. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. We'll move over to uh, Jane. Hello, Chich. My name is James Banda. I'm a married man. I'm married to my wife, uh, Jean. God has blessed us with the four children. Uh, I'm ministering a church at Kachiri, one of the townships here in Blanta. At the same time, I'm also a missionary uh, of Equa and a, uh, a translation team, one of them. So um, that's what I am. Great. Good. Great. Thank you, James. Thank you. And John? Yeah. Um, good morning. Uh, my name is Johanna. It's a John Norman. Uh, I'm a Nigerian uh, sent here to Malawi as a missionary. I'm basically 
coordinating the work uh, here of Equa Malawi. And uh, I'm married to uh, my beautiful wife uh, by the name Dituwe, and God has blessed us with four kids. Uh, the first is by name Adonai. She's uh, 20. She's back home in the, in the seminary uh, studying education. Uh, she's in her second, she'll, she'll be in her third year by August uh, this year. And uh, the second is Hadassah. Hadassah is just uh, four year old. Uh, she's uh, in the nursery school. Currently, because of the COVID, she's been homeschooled by, by my wife, her mom. And then uh, Junior, John Junior, is uh, almost two years by, by 23rd of this month, he will be two years old. And of course, uh, the last, which is uh, named Gabriel, he will be four months on the eighth of, of this month. So this is uh, a little about myself. Yeah, thank you very much. Great. Thank you. Thank you all of y'all. It's good to, good to be with you. I know there's one uh, member of your team that's not able to make it today. His name is Michael. And so we also uh, just want to, you know, recognize him. He wasn't able to join us today, but he also does, uh, is a part of the team, a part of the, the leadership team there uh, with you guys in Malawi. He's part of the translation team there in Malawi. Um, Michael, so just want to recognize him as being part of that team as well. So a couple of you um, mentioned um, Equa. Um, uh, Robin, you mentioned that you're you have a role there with um, Equa. Uh, John, you mentioned that you're the Nigerian. You know, you're from Nigeria. You're you know missionary from Nigeria to Malawi with Equa. So. Um, could one of you take a, just a, a, a couple minutes and just, just describe Equa, uh, kind of what, what its role is and um, what it's doing in Malawi and even other, other areas of Africa? All right. Uh, I think this is a shot at me. <laughs> uh, quickly, uh, Equa, it's an acronym, ECWA, Evangelical Church Winning All. And uh, it has a department, a missions department called EMS. EMS is Evangelical Missionary <laughs> Society of Equa. Uh, basically, uh, the EMS body of Equa is into church planting across the world. Uh, um, and that is exactly what uh, they are doing or we are doing here. In, in Malawi. Uh, before I came, my predecessor had worked here for five years, uh, four to five years. Uh, invariably, he started the church. God used him to, 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 to start the church planting here in Malawi. And then we, we took over from him uh, in 2018. So basically, uh, that is what Equa does here in Malawi. Great. Great. Thank you. How many Equid churches would you say um, are in Malawi? 
currently on record, we have 22 inqua churches, or rather okay. mission fields. Okay, very yes. good. good. Yeah. All right, um, I'll direct this question to uh, James or Robin or Stuart. Um, so you guys, as a leadership team, uh, it's a translation team, uh, describe to us a little bit about um, like, like what you do, uh, what is your purpose, uh, how often do you get together, uh, when you get together, you know, what do you do? So tell us a little bit about, about uh, your role as a leadership team. Um, basically, uh, we as a translation team, uh, we started this week, uh, 2014. Um, we translated, we translated uh, some books, uh, which we are studying uh, in our churches as Equa Malawi. And uh, our main uh, duty is to translate the material uh, which comes in English and we translate to our vernacular language, that's Chichewa, for easy understanding and communication to our local churches. So when we translate those books, uh, it's when now we, um, it, uh, it becomes you know, easier to, to, to teach our people so that they can understand very well the teaching of grace. So basically, that's what we usually do. Okay, so you get together and you translate um, yes. the, the materials. And uh, what materials are you translating? Uh, what books are you translating? Tell us a little bit about the materials and the books that you're translating. All right. Um, the material we translate, um, we started with a book by uh, uh, the name of Creation to Christ um, and Position to Christ, Acts of Apostles, Romans, First and Second Corinthians, uh, Timothy, uh, Thessalonians, um, and also we did, uh, as of now, the current one is uh, Titus, just to mention a few. So we translated these books in our language and they are the ones we are now teaching to our various churches here in Malawi. And you said the local language is Chichewa. Chichewa, yes. Yeah. Sure. So, so what does that translation process look like? Um, the, the five of you come together, to do do you guys split up the, the booklets into sections and each one of you translate a certain section? Do you all translate the whole thing and then read it over and, and kind of each check uh, the translation? Or how's that, how's that translation process work? Um, you don't have to be the only one to talk okay, okay. We are a team. Okay. <laughs> they, are, they are not throwing the question at you at all. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, as we are 
um, facilitators. Uh, we are not only facilitators, we also we are facilitators who are trying to, to, to facilitate the different leaders from different nations. Actually, what we do whenever there is a meeting in, in ahead of us, it's when we have the special material to be translated of which will be in uh, a preparation whenever this, uh, different leaders are called. Yeah, it's the, that material which has been translated is which we uh, teach to those leaders from different uh, branches. Uh, just to add to what uh, my colleagues have said, uh, we as a uh, translation team, we normally uh, divide the, uh, the book, like we, we just uh, give each other some pages or uh, some parts like lesson one, two, two, three, you will, take, uh, uh, you will be taken by Pastor Banner, four, five, you will be taken by Migundi. As such, we can say that we can just, we just divide the book uh, amongst ourselves so that we can uh, translate it on our own and then we gather together and look at the whole book if it is chronologically translated. Mm. Okay. All right, good. So you meet together as a team, you work through the translation of the lessons, starting with creation of Christ and, and uh, position in Christ and Acts, Romans, and on into the lessons there, like, like James was mentioning. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, just to give a little bit of uh, background for our listeners and, and, and history of, of FBC's involvement, we, were, we got involved with um, God's work in Malawi back in around 2013 when we went over and, um, and, 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 and introduced the Creation of Christ lessons and gathered together a group of pastors that you all still regularly meet with. And so FBC through the years has gone over um, uh, yearly and, and met with, with you all as a leadership team, but not only met uh, yearly with you all as a leadership team, but also um, with, the, uh, with, the, with the large group of pastors and church leaders, which we'll get to talking about uh, in, in a few minutes. Our involvement with you guys has been um, not only yearly, but sometimes even quarterly. Um, yeah. it's, it's very, um, I think the first time we went over was kind of an initial exploratory trip. And then we went over uh, you know, six months or a year later to follow up. But once we got, once we, once you guys started teaching through Creation of Christ and we were you know, teaching uh, creation of Christ uh, to you guys. Our involvement with you was um, was every three months, yeah. And um, to teach through all the creation of Christ lessons and to teach through uh, the position in Christ lessons. I also want to mention that in those early days, um, and even still, um, Cedric Chippendale is very involved, um, you know, in this work as well. Um, Cedric as Many of our listeners know, if not, Cedric and his wife Pauline live in South Africa. And so uh, he comes and uh, sometimes he would go to Malawi and spend time with you guys, even without us uh, from the States. And so 
there's been many, many trips um, uh, involved in, in terms of us from FBC going over there to spend time um, with you all. Um, so describe to us a little bit about the, um, the, the, the gatherings that you have, the conferences that you, you put on, um, who comes to these conferences, um, what is the purpose um, of the conferences? Uh, let me start. Um, no, exactly. We do meet after after three months, whereby we call uh, the church leaders and the missionaries to this conference. Uh, maybe we sometimes we do have ninety to hundred people. And we do have the lessons, maybe two to three days according to the number of the lessons which we have. Then after um, teach, uh, teaching them, they go to their various um, branches so that they can also teach their members where they are located. But also we do have meetings once a month as the translation team, just to evaluate, look out whether there is progress or whether there are failures. And when we come together, uh, we amend this and there where there is weakness and share some ideas how this way can uh, be achieved. And to say, in short, we do meet as a translation team once a month. And after three months, we do meet the leaders uh, from different branches. And we make sure that every branch, we call uh, some three members or four members uh, to represent their branches. That's what we do as the translation team. That's great, Thank you, Robin, about that, um, that the translation team meets once a month and to evaluate the churches and to evaluate the, um, the progress and successes and failures of the churches and missionaries and church leaders. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else want to comment about the purpose of the um, translation team and the leadership team or, um, or who would like to uh, comment about um, the purpose of getting all the pastors together and the, um, the value and, and how often you gather pastors together? Uh, the other purpose for the gathering of these pastors and the church leaders is to equip them who are with the, the knowledge on how to teach uh, the gospel and also to, to welcome questions from them. Because if a person, you, you, are, uh, you are sending a person to teach and yet he, he does not have that knowledge to teach, then he, uh, that person will eventually uh, mistreat the people. So the purpose of gathering these people is to equip them with the knowledge of the grace of teachings and on how to teach to those people and uh, the questions that they should expect to receive from them. So if they at all they have questions, we allow them to ask the questions so that we can address those questions so that they should be able as well to, uh, to deliver the message in good terms. And also to, to, to add to that, you know, uh, over the years, we, we, we had cases where by you find aged people coming over yeah. to be part of the training. And that, that, that 
you know, was somehow a, a burden and, 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 a, and a challenge for us. So, but through wisdom, God has helped us to, I mean, tactically, not to necessarily do away with them, but then to ensure that at least 90% of the attendees, you know, are, are, are young people, not necessarily young in age, but not aged old people. Because uh, over the years we had old people that comes and then they just, just be sleeping and then taking out space. So, but God has helped us to really, really, you know, uh, bring in more young people uh, or youth than the aged people. And so far, I will tell you that it's really, really making impact, you know, and, and somehow based on what is happening, it's like the Bereans, you know, these people don't only receive the, 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 the teachings, they go back and they study. Why did I say so? From the questions they ask, you know that these people are, are really, really uh, studying. You know, uh, when they come over after three months, we experience that. And then when we go to visit them monthly in their various places of, 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 of worship, we experience, we experience that too. And it, 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 it calls for the translation team too, to brazen up, you know, to, to study, to really, really understand, you know, because you cannot, you cannot go out there and then a question is thrown to you and you become confused, not knowing what to do. So that also has challenged us, the yes. translation team, to breeze up, to, to study, you know, based on the leading of the Holy Spirit for direction. Yeah, I thought I should add that. And uh, uh, maybe uh, I should also add something on, the, on that point. Um, basically, as Equa Malawi, Equa Malawi, uh, is a church which has just started, not not uh, uh, not far enough. And um, uh, the goodness of these uh, grace teachings is that we started uh, uh, the members while the church was small, and they are growing up with those teachings. Like the the time when we started with the creation to Christ, it was like a foundation of the church, Equamala. So the way uh, the church is growing. It's, uh, it's like the church is growing with these um, uh, teachings of grace. So the understanding is there. Even the, you know, the, the um, when they are asking questions, you really understand that, okay, these people, they are really understanding the teachings. So it is giving, you know, um, more confidence to us as facilitators and the translators that what we are doing and through, you know, uh, the teachings, I think it is, it is giving hope that uh, people are really understanding and the change are there, transformation uh, of, uh, uh, is also there. So that's what I wanted to add. I lost you there for a minute. Lost you there for a minute, uh, James. Can you say that last little part again? Yeah, I was trying to say um, uh, the, the, the impact of this grace material, I mean, I mean material has, 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 has given us confidence that people are, are benefiting, is that um, uh, equa is, 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 is just a, you know, 
uh, is just growing here in Malawi. So we started with creation to Christ as the foundation of Equa Malawi here in, uh, here in Malawi. So when, when people are asking questions, you really have hope that these people, they are indeed understanding the teachings. So we can see that the progress is, is giving hope that he, at least we are going uh, to, uh, to a, a good direction. So that's what I wanted to, to add on this one. That's awesome. That's great. Thank you. Let me ask you this question. Um, you said that the foundations um, of the creation of Christ and then moving on into um, the other lessons in the grace teaching, it's laying just a, a wonderful foundation and you're seeing the impact. What, what were people studying before this? Like what were the churches studying before this? Uh, if this is what they're studying now, if this is what they're emphasizing and focusing now, I'm just I'm just curious. What were they studying previously? What was the focus and emphasis previously? Yeah, to to my to my side, uh, what I've noticed here is that we we were we were preaching, we were teaching people, but which was not the true message. Because what we have learned from the uh, this crisp uh, material is, is that you know, uh, Christianity is not based on, on your own power, maybe trusting in yourself, but it is based on the way which has already been done for somebody to achieve, just to put on a trust on that. Mm. So previously, what we were doing, for example, myself, Anything which I was doing, I was saying, me, I should do like this. I should have to fast that I can be anointed for 40 days. I should have to, to fast for, for maybe say, for seven days for, for God to protect me. Not knowing that the protection was already there. Once I received Jesus Christ as my personal savior, it was the grace which was given to me. So uh, that, that type of message is which um, has, uh, made people to go astray. Because they were giving, uh, they were standing on their power, on their own ability. But since we have received these great teachings, and they were so translating, and they were so uh, teaching to these people, so it seems like our eyes, our eyes now are opened. We don't trust in our in our own selves. We don't preach about ourselves, but we preach upon the finished work of Christ for people, just to put faith on that. That's what you can say. Uh, for me, I can say that in, I was teaching the Bible, uh, but it was not chronological, so to speak. Because in uh, in a church, we can we have different people who, are, who are, uh, I can say that they are spiritually maybe spiritually they are different. Some are, are mature, others are immature. So even the messages that you can give, you don't look at what, 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 what aspect of these people are coming from, or how, how, how better or how knowledgeable are they with the will of God. As a result, uh, it was a message like uh, you were putting people under the law, not under the grace. And uh, even to add to that, uh, our, our teaching was like, we are telling the people what to do, not what God has done. Mm. And it, it was this that, like myself, my understanding by then was that 
uh, a Bible is like a, a wilderness whereby you don't know what where you are going and where you are coming from. Mm -hmm. But through this uh, grace teachings, uh, it just opened our eyes to see that it, from uh, Genesis to Revelation, it was God's uh, God's design and the destiny uh, uh, plan that you, everyone should receive this grace. But because of our lack of knowledge and the, the way we were delivering it, like you, you just choose it. Okay, today I will preach. I will preach or preach on Hebrews. Tomorrow I will, I will go to Revelations, which was not chronological, so to speak. And to add to that, I think uh, one 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 way we've encouraged the churches was that uh, if they can base their teaching, preaching, you know, Bible studies, everything around the, a certain book they are teaching. Because uh, I have come to realize that there should be a central focus. <coughs> For instance, most of the churches are, are treating the book titles. Now, why, if, if you're treating the book titles, what is the point of, okay, on a Sunday, somebody should preach on Genesis or, you know, Revelation or Malachi, and you discover that the message is not even related to the book that is being taught. So, but we have, we have encouraged the churches to, you know, stick to a book and as much as possible, you should try and, and preach, teach from that same book. If, if peradventure they are preaching, not using, for instance, titles or Thessalonians, let the message be related to the book we are studying in a church. And I will tell you that uh, most of the churches, personally, I have visited the monthly visitation we have done. I think I have, I have seen that that in practice. And we ensure that we made it not like a duress forcing them, but just to like advise to see, to, to say, what do you think if we do that? And so far, I think uh, the churches have complied and then they are doing that. Yeah. Good, thank you. Um, just you guys are touching on several really great things there in terms of those comments. So, so thank you very much. Just to, for our listeners to kind of capture uh, what you just said, John. Um, so I'll rewind and kind of see if I can get a big picture here. You guys as the leadership team, you translate the, the lessons, say, you know, creation of Christ, position of Christ, Acts, Romans, Ephesians, so you guys translate the lessons, you teach them to the big group of 80 to 100 pastors and church leaders from these churches in Malawi, and then they go back and then they teach them to their churches. And then they come back and have a, another big group conference. They go through position in Christ then they take position in Christ, what they were taught, they go back and they teach that to their churches. Yeah. And you guys translate Acts. They, yeah. they come as a big group. As they study through Acts as a big group. Then they go back and they teach Acts to their churches. You guys translate Romans. 
they come as a big group they're taught romans they take romans and they teach it to their churches and that's that's the progress that's been taking place over this these number of years um, in terms of how the, the the teaching has gotten um through you guys to the church leaders and pastors and then to the people in their churches out in the villages is that is that a good summary of how it how it's working it's, yes. yeah it's, okay uh, yeah good um and then secondly um some of you all touched on this too but um if you can just speak specifically to how has um how has god used uh his word and and his his teachings and the lessons over the past number of years like specifically in your all's lives personally like how is that what impact has it made you know in, in your all's lives personally over the past number of years in terms of um his word and studying um you know progressively and systematically with the grace and finished work of christ emphasis how has it impacted your all's lives personally I think we should go chronologically. <laughs> <laughs> Start from left to right. Okay. Um, this grace mes uh, messages has really impacted my life so much <clears throat> that uh, like now, wherever I walk, uh, wherever I, 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 I sleep, I just say that uh, I'm not just like a baby who is resting in the hands of his, his or her parents. Not knowing that you fall or you fall asleep, we just say I'm I'm secure, just because of how this Christmas teachings has impacted my life. Because it, uh, before these teachings, I was struggling myself to 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 be a, a good Christian, to be a Christian who is able to 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 do the will of God, but. It was through myself, not through the grace of God, uh, uh, by the work of the Holy Spirit. But after the, I received these teachings, it has just uh, uh, removed everything that was in my mind and started to create something which was new, whereby it says that everything that I do is not, uh, it's not me, but Christ in me. As a result, uh, this has not only, not only impacted my life, even my family. I'm able to relate with my family just because of the way I received the message. Because by then I was able to judge everyone. I could judge that you are not doing this. You are a Christian, you are supposed to do this and you are not doing this. What is your problem? Expecting that the person can change everything. And I remember one time I was sharing with my, uh, my brother in Christ about uh, the, uh, the work of God, whereby we, we, we are talking about it, that we have been teaching, preaching to the people, but they are not changing. Hmm. What is the problem? Hmm. What should we do to change, uh, to make them understand the gospel? So because of that, we were struggling, looking for ways on how to make the people be established in, in faith, but to no avail. But after receiving these teachings, by uh, now, when we started sharing it to the, uh, to the, to the church, how it has impacted our lives now the, the fruits are now uh, we are now able to see the fruits even in the church now the people are now established the church is now growing uh, and we have christians who are, are, who are who i say that they are stable 
they are not they are not just going from this place to the other place like looking for solutions to their christian christian problems mm -hmm. so just to cut it short that it has really impacted my life and even the, uh, the people around me mm -hmm. that's awesome thank you Stuart. Yeah. this grace teaching has really assisted my spiritual life because now I'm feeling lighter, light, very light. Mm. Whereby in the past, the stand was just so heavy. <laughs> it was just like a 200 kg bag <laughs> because I was trusting in myself. Mm. But once I see these teachings, it's when I knew that no, it's, on, it's not my, my own effort, but mm. it's faith, believing in what God has already done upon my life. As I've already stated, you know, um, in fact, when, for example, when you may be praying in the, in the night, when I had my family, we were near to sleep, I was thinking that if I don't shout, I should be shouting. So, so when it, when, it was when I, I was thinking that we yes, have something happening because I was using my own strength. But since uh, we came to these teachings, I have seen that it's not my effort. And even my family has also changed because we do meet every night trying to, uh, to share these great traditions. And we, on Wednesday, we also call upon our neighbors at our house also to share them, which is also bringing a great change to not only to myself and not to my family only, but also to the neighbors. They are also uh, receiving these great teachings. So just to say, to say in short, Christianity in the beginning was just very heavy <laughs> because I was using my own strength. But now I can I can just say just one way because in the beginning I was maybe one thousand ways I was trying to, 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 to speak. But rather now I can just have five ways. But regarding to the Christian, that it's they already finished week for me. Thank you. Amen. That's awesome. Wow, thanks. Uh, uh, thank you very much. I think uh, my colleagues, what we have already said is also what happened to me. Actually, uh, I, was, I was a person who have been transformed through these teachings because uh, at the beginning, it was very difficult for me to understand, you know, the, 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 the grace uh, Jesus gave us. But um, when we start now, you know, learning about this grace material, I tell you, I find it so easy to, to you know, even to, to, uh, to teach to other people because uh, I just teach as, as, a, as a testimony of what happened to me because I was unable to understand the Bible. As, as, as it was already said that he, at the beginning, most of us before these teachings, creation to Christ, position in Christ, we're just, you know, uh, depending on the Bible itself. And once I opened the Bible, I, I read somewhere, I thought that is, that is Christianity. But he, this time around, I've known now the truth that he, I can able to teach uh, uh, the Bible uh, chronologically. And he, at the same time, um, uh, just to share with you people, 
uh, I don't even feel ashamed to carry this grace material and go out and teach to other people in our community because I teach as, as, as while I'm testifying of what happened to me. So really I've been transformed and it has even changed my family. I remember before my father died, I took responsibility to, you know, to, to, uh, to, to, to bring my father to Christ because by then he was uh, a church goer. So I noticed that and he, uh, immediately, um, you know, I teach him how to, 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 to handle his life to Christ. So he died while a saved person. So I did the same even to my mom. My mom is living with me right now. <coughs> so I did the same. So it is, you know, giving us courage and we are learning a lot uh, about this grace material. Thank you. Thanks, James. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, th thank you for asking this question. And I was, I was, when, when Stewart started, I was lost in smiles, you know, because <laughs> Yes, it's like reminding me where I was coming from and then where I am right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's just so amazing. I, 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 I studied theology for four years in the, in the seminary. One of the, one of the, the, the Pest Setter Evangelical Seminary in Nigeria, you know, Jets. And uh, I have... I can't really say I have a knowledge of, of grace, but then I know grace, but I don't understand it. So much so that I am limited even to teaching it. I gave you an example. Uh, one of the common practice back then in the seminary while we were in school was that you find students going to the mountain, isolating themselves to go to the mountain where they can hear God, you know. So, and, and sometimes when they return, sometimes they could spend days out there. When they return, the kind of expressions they the, 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 the say in conversation, it makes you feel like they have met God one-on-one -on -one and then they have spoken like Moses did, you know? So, so that quest, I was like, God, I mean, I would want to, to have that kind of experience too. So this very day, I am back on a, on a pilgrimage too. I, 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 I left alone to a mountain. I mean, it took me like an hour to get to where I, I really wanted to go to. I was just alone. And my plan was to spend one week there. But man, somewhere around 2 a.m., the cold was so intense that I couldn't bear it. I couldn't wait for morning for day to break. So to wow. cut the long story short, you could see a seminarian who is questing for God, not knowing that God was right there with me, going out there, risking my life. You know, there could be pythons there, there could be snakes and all that. But God kept me in his grace, and then I returned. So that, that has been my life. And then I graduated. I was into missions, you know. But then I am limited to talking about Greece. Why? Because I don't have the content to speak about it. Now, coming down to Malawi, I was exposed to Bible in a different light. You know? And 
that make a serious impact on my life. If you remember in, in, in 2018, September, when we had the global uh, conference here in Malawi, I had the opportunity yeah. to, 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 to lead one of the devotions. And I still could remember I preached, I, I preached from uh, Romans 8. There is therefore now no condemnation, you know. But then somehow, somehow in my preaching, this issue of works still finds its way to pop on into the message. Now it tells you that I was, I wasn't equipped, you know, on grace. I, in fact, I don't even have an understanding of it. But believe you me, what this materials through FBC has done to me, my joy knows no bounds. I haven't gotten there. I'm still learning. But I'm telling you, I am right now far away from what I used to be. Mm. Understanding of Bible, number one, and even relating the message of God. And somehow mm. I find myself, even my conversation yes. has changed, yeah. you know, automatically. But I'm still learning, I'm still learning, and I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. So truly, truly, uh, what this materials, grace teaching has done to my life, personally, it's, it's beyond explaining, mm. you know? And, and, and to crown it all in conclusion, my greatest joy is that my children, my children will grow up knowing their position in Christ. Mm. They don't have to struggle the way I did. Mm. So that is my greatest joy. And I see them, making impact in the life of people in their generation. In fact, every material of grace, we have sent it to our daughter in Nigeria. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and the ones I have soft copy, I have sent it to, 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 to her. And she is really, really using it as a devotional, you know, for her personal growth. So that has made a lot of impact in my life. And I will forever remain grateful for, for Fellowship Bible Church for that tools being given to me. I mean, to us. Yeah. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Thank you. Thank you guys for sharing. And, and um, again, thank you for taking your time to today. It's wonderful to hear the testimony and you're all four testimonies of um, what God is doing, has been doing you know, through these past number of years in the church in Malawi and, and, and just in the lives of the people in the churches and then your all's lives and the leadership team there and the translation team. And, and um, I know Michael would probably give a similar testimony if he were able to, you know, be with you guys today. So um, just thank you guys very much. Um, are there, are there um, some specific things that um, Fellowship Bible Church that we can be praying for, uh, for, you know, the church in Malawi? Anything, anything specific that we can be praying for? Yeah, let me start. Uh, I will say uh, specifically, 
God should reach out to every Malawian, not just a member of Equa, yeah. that will have access to these materials. Believe you me, these materials are doing a great transformation in the lives of people. Because mm. um, we are not just working with, 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 with Equa, through the help of God, we, we've established relationship. And we had the course last year around October to get some of these people outside Equa to bring them together to go through uh, creation to Christ. So for me, my burden is as many people that will give us listening air, that God will spur their hearts to desire to know him through this teaching. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, and uh, Stewart was sharing with me last week, last week, Stewart and, and, and James, you know, that uh, a young man, I mean, it was just the working of God. Yes. Maybe, maybe you can, it, it's good to hear from the horse's mouth. I could be limited. <laughs> maybe you point. Yeah. Um, as I've said that I'm now residing in Bangwe, which is a, a township around Brantai. And there's this young man who I've been relating with from last year. Um, he, he, I can say that he was a churchgoer. Now he stopped going to church. He's now a drunkard. And he, I have been trying to, to tell him the, um, the message about grace. We have been talking about uh, God and how God uh, designed a person and what are the purpose for a, uh, for a person towards God and how can he relate with God. So ever since I've been trying to, to tell him about the grace messages, he has been uh, coming and going away. And he, uh, to the extent that I just left him that, okay, uh, maybe there will be a time that he, he will come back to God uh, the way he wants it. And eventually last week, he just came in the evening and he, he was so sad. And he was telling me that, he, you know what, I've come just because I want to talk to you. I, I've heard from uh, one of your siblings that he, you love me so much. So I said, yes, I love you so much. That's the, the, this is the conviction that I have now. I'm here just because I'm tired of, of, of life. And I'm contemplating of committing uh, suicide just because of what is happening to me. It seems like everybody is, uh, is, is neglecting me. Even my family, has, uh, has, uh, they are not supporting me. So I don't know where to go. So because of your, uh, uh, your sibling, that's how, why I have come just to, to talk to you, to tell me what to do because I'm tired of life. So because of that, and I was sharing to Reverend that there's this young man whom I've been uh, talking to and I've been telling him about uh, uh, the love of God and uh, what he should expect from God. But he, has been, uh, he was not committed to come to church. So like that, that's uh, like uh, our uh, prayer point. 
that we will need players for, for this uh, uh, group of people. Because mm -hmm. we, can, we can talk to them, but if, it not go, uh, if it, God is not involved, then it's nothing that we can achieve. And eventually you, you hear that this person has committed uh, suicide. suicide. Mm -hmm. And it's not only uh, this young, uh, young boy, there are so many people who are lost. And uh, we have been trying to, teach, to reach to them that they are not committed just because maybe they are not seeing uh, uh, the maturity uh, in other people who are uh, church goers. So because of that, maybe that's, uh, what they, uh, that's why they are not committed to go to church. So to cut it short, I think that's the area we, which we need most um, like help, like to pray for these people that they should come to Christ. Mm. Yeah. So in summary, the prayer point should be, what is his name? Uh, 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 wisdom, Friday. Wisdom, that right. God should, should visit, the Holy Spirit should visit uh, wisdom more and more to the mm. point that it will be broken. And also, there's so many wisdoms out there yeah. that are contemplating suicide. Some have even committed it. We've had cases of young people killing themselves because they are frustrated about life. Yeah. You know? So so specifically that God should reach out to people like that. Just like yesterday, there was this girl who I was teaching and she dropped out of school. And he, uh, she just stays at home. And he, two weeks ago, she was sharing me, uh, she, she was sharing her experiences. That do you know what? By this time, we would have a, 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 maybe a daughter or a son who, who will be two years. But yeah, I, I aborted the, the pregnancy just because of my, my mom encouraged me to do that. And yesterday, she was telling me that she she's now in a relationship with the three boys and a man who is a neighbor. And mm -hmm. uh, I should give her uh, advice what should be, she should do with this neighbor, the, the man who is married. Mm. So like these scenarios, it means that we need some uh, advice and even prayers that how, how to counsel a, a girl like this, that, that one. Because like uh, uh, this girl, the man whom she is in relationship with, her daughter is in my class. Mm. So, as you can see, that it, it, I, I, even yesterday I couldn't sleep the whole night. I was just thinking about this issue, and also even meditating to God. What should I do? How should I cancel this girl? Because she's coming to me. That, that means if she's now able to open up, that means she she has hope in me. But I don't know how to deal with it because when I get close to to this girl, eventually people will say that I'm in a relationship with this girl as well as well. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be praying for those things. Thank you guys for sharing those very specific requests for young man wisdom and this girl that you're referring to. And her name is Janet. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me let me pray. Yeah. So we're thank you for our time together. Um, today visiting with, with these guys and Malawi and Lord, we just really hold these 
boy, these heavy needs before you, but thank you that you're all knowing. Thank you that you're all powerful, that you're, you're intimately acquainted with all of our ways. None of these things keep you, catch you by surprise. Pray for Janet, wisdom, these uh, young people that these guys mentioned. We just really pray for, pray for their lives, pray for their salvation, uh, pray that they will come into a, just a, a, a saving relationship with you and be brought into the abundant Christian life that you have for them instead of the life of death that the world, the flesh, and Satan has them bound in right now. That you will just bring them into a relationship with you. We also pray, as John mentioned, that just the, the lessons and the, the word of God that your, that your word, that your teaching, that your message, that you will not only um, be being communicated to the, the Equid churches, but will also uh, cross over into all the churches in Malawi, into all the believers in Malawi, that they'll grow in the knowledge of you, that they'll see you as being the main character of the Bible, <clears throat> that they'll grow to understand the finished work of Christ, grow in the grace and knowledge of who you are through seeing how you are uh, progressively and, uh, unfolded through the scriptures. So give, give these guys wisdom, the leadership team, translation team wisdom as they walk by faith, trusting you to lead them and not only training the equa pastors, but also uh, walking through opportunities that you put before them to share these truths with other church leaders and pastors in the country of Malawi. So thank you, Lord. Thanks for our global family and our time we've had together today. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for your time. Again, I know you're busy. I know um, you've got a lot going on, but thanks for taking this time to to spend with us so we can hear what God's doing in Malawi. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so very much. And we appreciate the whole family, LBC family, for, for the resources being expended yes. here in Malawi yes. to ensure that the gospel is, is, is preached, especially mm -hmm. with regards to grace. We're so, so grateful for such an opportunity. And we don't take it for granted. We don't take it for granted. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll keep praying for you guys and you guys keep in touch. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye.